Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home News Radio 840 WHAS Good Sunday morning Bob Sekolder, the Louisville Real Estate Show With you for the next 30 minutes or so And uh, we've got some great folks in the studio You... First, let's go with Greg. My son Greg is. It's always nice here. to be in first, being your yeah, last you child, go, buddy boy. And and you're going with <laughs> yeah, your last child, right? You you were number three, then Ashley and Lauren ahead of you. So uh, you're using for Instagram. You're still doing that. You're happy with that? Yeah, we're looking content? at we sell Louisville on Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can yeah. search me. The reason we do that is because it's the new MLS. Ask me about it. We'll talk about it later. All right. Also here, Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title, and Escrow. They do great jobs for closing loans. Lee is a former legal. Head legal counsel for the uh, Realtor uh, Association in uh, the state of Kentucky. So we know she's got a wealth of knowledge, and we're glad to have you here as well, always. Thanks for having me, Bob. You betcha, kiddo. Also here in for a vacationing, Randy Rock. Well, it's the summer, so I guess Randy's who knows where he is this weekend. Uh, from, uh, from Swan Financial, Brian Likens, who's a great loan officer over there, or as they like to call themselves, LOs. And their cell phone number is 773 Four, Hello, right? Bob. Hey there, Brian. Me. Good to have you. Hey, we have a new, a new place for you to go. If your home has not sold, uh, we can help. Yes, go to LouisvilleHouseDoctors.com. That's LouisvilleHouseDoctors.com. Fill out the form. It'll come to me. And yes, we make house calls, and they are absolutely free. LouisvilleHouseDoctors.com. Uh, up on the, I guess, Lee, we were talking right before the show started, you've been getting inundated with calls for, on property or what was it? Encroachments. Yes, things like driveways and flower beds. And some are a little more substantial than that. Some are, you know, garages. <laughs> things are harder to move. Fences, yes. Yeah, I think I saw a call that's uh, standing by. We'll get to it a little bit later with regards to an encroachment. So that may or may not be a problem that a lot of people are experiencing. So just know uh, you can do, you can, there are some things you can do, yes. right? You want to touch base on one thing at least that will help sure. people? I know there is one. Yes. Well, what we usually do when someone finds out that there's an encroachment is we usually just draft an easement. The, the neighbors, you know, the, the seller and their neighbor come to an agreement. Uh, it gives grants an easement to that property so that there's no encroachment anymore, and then the buyer can buy with clear title. And then from going on, in the future, they don't have to move their driveway. You may want to bake them a pie, possibly, before sure. you ask to draft that easement. <laughs> right. but they, and walk over there and say, They definitely need to so, be, be willing to sign right. this right. easement. Right. Exactly. Hence the pie. you yeah. got yeah. to butter them up. Find, out, right. find yeah. out what kind of pie they like. You know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good. All right. So that's a, that's a good thing. By the way, we are recording all of our shows for video rebroadcast on uh, YouTube. If you want to see any of our questions, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. And there's a list of a lot of our questions from this show and past shows, LouisvilleAnswers.com. All right. Up now, uh, I visit, as you probably realize, a number of homes every week, helping people, helping them to prepare for their home, uh, to list it, and then uh, find out what needs to be done. I was with a potential client this past week, Marcia, who asked me a very interesting question. Okay, Bob, on my original paperwork when we purchased this house, 16 years ago. It's listed as five bedrooms and four bathrooms and two stories. Now, you're telling me today that this is would be considered a story and a half. So why was it originally sold to us as two-story home and what we have always considered to be two-story? And I'm hearing for the first time that this would be 
a story and a half. And this is a very good question. Mm-hmm. I would like mm-hmm. to use language that would be indicative of an answer, uh, but I, I can't. It's a Sunday morning show. So let me let me tell you the problem that we're dealing with. The appraisers in our town know that if you have an open great room, so in other words, the great room has a two-story and it goes to the ceiling, that technically it's not a full two-story. It's a story and a half because you're missing the second story partially. Sure. Same thing with a Cape Cod. If you can envision, Lee, you, you agree with this, I'm sure. If you have a Cape Cod, the second floor typically is smaller than the first floor. Right. So there's really only a story and a half. And in the past, in past years, what a two-story would also denote is basically the first floor copied and placed on top of the second floor, giving you two full floors. Sure. But that also indicated an older-style home in a two-story. Right. And that's why a lot of agents in the past, we've put a story and a half, 1.5-story. Sure. Because it also, not only is it true to the house, which is... There's a middle area there in the great room that looks up to the second floor, so there's really not a true second floor. But also, it means a more contemporary home, which means a certain buyer may only be looking for that story. Right, and, and that's where you're hitting on. This is what we do it for. That's the class. Why do we classify it in the first place as one and a half or right. two? It's for the end user, whoever's searching right. the back end in many cases, to find out, are we looking for a home that's a story and a half? Are we looking for two? Right. Or you're cutting hairs at certain points to figure out and who is deciding what is what? So our board, and I'm not going to say anything against the board fearing retaliation from the board of realtors in Louisville, but uh, our board seems to feel that um, that it's really either a one story or a two story. I just got off the phone this past week with um, folks so no more board. half stories. What we're no saying. half stories. Okay. Can't put a half story in unless you want to put it in the description or the type. Of home, you know, you can pick either when you. But it's putting, still an option to put it in there. Yeah, right? as a condo or a patio home, huh. or traditional, you can okay. put a story and a half. But here's the problem: the appraisers. I just checked with a very well-known appraiser throughout Louisville. He was surprised by the fact that we can't put a story and a half in. It has to be either a one or two stories. And I talked to another really good agent of a friend of mine, a former head of the top agent in the, in the top area. agent yep. Uh, yep. does a lot of business with us, and we know him. And he also agrees this is a major problem, and he also told me why this has happened. This is what's so ridiculous. What you got? What you got? Remember we switched from the old solid earth um, yeah, it's, a, it's an old MLS it, system. It was an old system that used to host our website, basically. It's for not the just that. It's all of, it, all of Louisville. Nationwide. They're yeah. Louisville. They yeah. serve a lot of people. Yeah. And we switched to a new company, Flex We switched MLS. to Flex. Yeah. Flex doesn't have the ability to input, apparently, 1.5. So that's, mm. what, that's what this mm. good friend of mine who was the head of the realtor board believes to be the problem so you know this is a this is we're a uncovering problem. something live here because i've yeah. sat on these boards I and i and I've, I I've been on a couple of these committees yeah. where the basic way is th- there's a bunch of real estate agents in the room that are picked to this committee and they're talking and they say oh i have an opinion i have an opinion and it gets to a point where an opinion may become a rule based off of yeah. popular opinion and 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 it may not be actually based on anything that's needs to be done but it can become a hindrance just because it, it is a hindrance and it and we we as realtors we we have to stand up for each other and when we see something that's wrong we need to call it wrong and this is wrong but what, what concerns me about the flex being able to change it is that we might be we might not be be told the truth because i've been in committees well, where we, this we what, have added yeah i, I get subject. that fields, so, i know fields, that. yeah so what you're hearing folks is what this is just this happening. Is just unraveling yeah, right in front just, of both of us it's, he just, told it's me. just happening and it's just so wrong, uh, and that what what has to happen is 
we have to approach the board and say, listen, this is wrong, and here's why. You've got appraisers, you've got agents. It doesn't make and sense. And the long and short, they're, fi- they're finding agents for this. Right, this, which it shouldn't be, but that's another it's a, story. It's a matter of opinion. opinion. Anyway, right. okay. That just, so that gives you a little <laughs> insight into our world and the problems that we face. And listen, it happens in every business. We just need to be able to try to figure out what we can do to get things going forward. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sikilder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Dylan. Yeah. I'm thinking about placing my house on the market in the next couple of months. I've invested a lot of money in my landscaping. Um, there's a few of the shrubs that I would like to take, take with me. Can I do that? Hmm. So... Shrubs taking Lee, uh-huh. I, I know what my advice would be. What uh-huh. what would you tell him about taking shrubs well, from his house to pr- transport? Well, I would say anything that you want to take with you, whether it be a shrub or a light fixture that your grandmother left you, or anything, a mirror that's right. a, a then, sentimental yeah, value, anything of sentimental yeah. value, uh, take it now. But you see, you... that's the problem. See, Where are you going to put it? There's the problem with Dylan. If he's got shrubs and he removes those shrubs, where's he going to put them? Well, that's true. Or you could put in your contract or you could put in your listing all the way from the beginning. These shrubs are not going to stay with the property. They will have to be replaced ah. upon closing. So either one. If it's something you can take now mm-hmm. and replace with something else, great. If it's not, like he said, maybe they die, then put in your listing from day one. Put in your contract for sure. When right. you get an offer, you have to state these shrubs, as stated in the listing, will be removed and, you know, obviously the buyer and seller can negotiate. Is he going to replace them uh-huh. or is the buyer going to have an empty space and they replace them with what, what they want? Yeah. And I would – a little uh, addition to that. I would probably, if the case of the shrubs, I would put some ribbon around those shrubs and in the house put a note, please remember that the shrubs wrapped in ribbon outside are going with me. Just so that you set the expectation at a reasonable level. You might also want to consider doing – putting a little post-it note if there's a mirror, for example – that was uh, is going to go with you, and that you'll in, in the note say, please understand this has sentimental value to me. I'm going to replace this mirror with another one of like kind at uh, before closing. Something along those lines. By setting the expectations up front, there won't be any surprises to the buyer. At least you're trying to minimize those those surprises to the buyer. But the bottom line on this, folks, is when it comes down to selling your home, you don't want to disappoint the buyer. After you've got a contract. So if you pull the, the rug out from under them and say, no, we're taking that mirror, and they say, well, no, I didn't know that, then you set up a real potential problem. Greg. One caveat, and I guess this goes back to you guys. I'm curious, what about appraisal? We just want to make sure that there's nothing that you're taking that's going to take away from possibly the appraised value if you're replacing it. So I think that may be where it, you It's something to, to consider, consider, but I think if you're replacing it with like value, um, then you're fine. I, mean, sure. I think that's a, 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 good, a good thought, but also a Good to know. If you need to find an agent to buy or sell or home, no problem. Go to LouisvilleAgent.com. That's LouisvilleAgent.com, and we will get back with you. To the phones again, good morning. Bob Segulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Jody. Yeah. Do I really need 20% down to buy a home? All right, Brian, you're up. So 20% down, isn't a lot of people think that you need 20%. Yeah, it's, it seems to be um, like something that just stands out. I think it's, it's been around for a long time. But, no, you absolutely do not need 20% down. You can get away with we've got unbelievable products, zero money down, 1% down, 3% down, 3.5% down. You name it. It's just kind of based on your profile. So when you speak to the loan officer, just make sure you tell them your financial situation. 
Obviously, they're going to be looking at your credit score, and then they'll come up with a good product to best fit your needs. So let's talk about that for a second. The credit score really does impact what your interest rate is going to be, correct? Absolutely. And what way? Give us an idea. So if you're, a, you're the minimum credit score that a person can have to purchase a home is what? Depending upon your lender, so you want to make sure you check this out. But typically, yep. for example, as a broker, you can go down to a 580 credit score. We even have some products that go down to a 500 credit score depending mm. upon your down Whoa. payment. Okay. So um, typically, on average, you can go down to a 580 credit score, 3.5% down. That would be an FHA loan it's designed for first-time home buyers. doesn't have to be for first-time home buyers. Okay. So typically, you want to make sure you at least have the 3.5% down. Right. And then as your credit score goes up, is it true that you cap it 8 8- Fifty or has it gone higher now? It's eight fifty. It's very rare. I mean, the average score in America, I think, is six forty. So, uh, really? yeah, I maybe see five eight hundred credit scores a year. Really? <laughs> Isn't that something? About four hundred credit pools, maybe see five. So, it's yeah. and don't worry and, and yeah, don't be shy of your credit. It is what it is, and your loan officer can actually guide you through ways to help improve your credit. Good. Yeah, I know you guys did that for me, and we, we got me well up there. Good so to hear. Good to hear. All right, to the phones again we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Ross. Hi. Is it true that homes are dropping between ten and 15000 as far as the offer is made from the list of the offer price? So, Ross, you can't make a blanket statement that it drops ten to 15000 yeah. in the market that we're seeing right now. And again, it really depends on the price point and location of mm-hmm. homes. We're seeing an increase over list price in some cases of 5 to 10 or more percent on homes that are listed that sell over multiple bidding wars where you've got multiple people looking to get that house. We had one in Crescent Hill that uh, was uh, amazing a couple of uh, weeks ago. We listed it the first day we got one offer in, and then the floodgates opened. We called agents who were showing the house, and we said, hey, listen, we've got offers coming in. Do you want to get in this? And then all of a sudden, bam, the floodgates opened, and we've got multiple offers that happened and got – our sellers an incredibly good price. And you know what the one of the winning offers that came in used? What they used? What do you think they used? Escalation. There you ah, go. So the, uh, the escalation clause with the cap. So even yours know about well, this. Well, no, you told me about uh, it. Okay. <laughs> so if you're agent, if you're a buyer and you're in today's market, you ask your agent what is an escalation clause with a cap? And they'll tell you what it is. Now, if they say, I'm not sure what it is. Right. No, I'm sure. No, no, seriously. If they, uh, it, and I'm square business here. Do not call me. Tell your agent to call me. I don't want to – we have a really good relationship with agents. I don't want to take a client from an agent, but we do want to let agents know about it. So just tell them, call Bob um, at 376-5483, and I'll walk them through. I have no problem helping my fellow agents who may not have heard about Escalation Clause with a cap because it helps all buyers. And I think I owe it to my fellow compadres sure. around both Kentucky and Indiana to make sure everybody's up to speed on what's going on. If you want to see some of the videos that we produce for both our sellers and our buyers, head to LouisvilleHomesTV.com. That is LouisvilleHomesTV.com. And by the way, Greg, we have this new 3D camera that's even an updated from what it was, and it's mm-hmm. kicking. It really is something, huh? It's, it's, it's actually pretty amazing. It's, it's doubled our speed times in production, which has been great for me. So yeah. it frees up uh-huh. a little bit of time, and the quality is better, and we can do a lot more cool a lot stuff. A lot more stuff. Yeah. Coming up, when we come back, Seven house colors that scare buyers away. One of those colors may be the color of a home of one of the people in this room. That's coming up in the studio. Brian Likens from Swan Financial at 773-4834. Greg, my son, 
who's got uh, at we sell Louisville.com. You'll find us. Okay. And then Lee Harris. It would be so much easier. Greg at we sell Louisville.com would That's be so my much. email. Okay. Give that out to Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone title and escrow at 649-7964. You can always reach me at 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-227. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information, other restrictions may apply. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or bob will buy it go to we louisville.com and get top dollar for your home news radio 840 whas bob sekoler sekoler medley team over at remax properties easy you can reach me anytime three seven six five four eight three lee harris legal counsel limestone title and escrow is here six four nine seven nine six four brian likens who's over at Swan Financial at 773-4834, and my son Greg. At symbol, we sell Louisville. That's all you On mean. Instagram. On Instagram On or Instagram. Facebook. Got Just it. Google search it. Seven pretty house colors that scare buyers away. First, forbidding or foreboding black. Black definitely makes a statement, but uh, covering a home's interior or exterior, entire exterior, uh, in that classic shade can even evoke more of a forbidding feeling that than more than a welcome. And have you one. ever felt a black car? How it's hot. hot against I know, yeah, well. The summertime? Tree green. <clears throat> it's turquoise. Okay, that's go Greg, ahead. Greg on his house. Tree green. If you ever plan to sell your home, it's smart to choose a color that blends in with the overall look of the neighborhood. Choosing a swatch that blends in with surrounding foliage, however, is not so smart. Darker shades of <laughs> oh, green oh, tend to okay. recede into the front yard. Hold on. 
Hold on. All right. Listen, <laughs> my house is turquoise, but good story. When we built the house, yeah. our neighbors weren't so happy. So you got to be careful. It's a turquoise, very beachy house. It yeah, goes. It works. Yeah. In Florida. Some people love it. Some people hate it. <laughs> it looks good in Florida. Yeah. Citrusy green. It's more like citrus. On the opposite end of the style spectrum from deep, dark greens are bright shades of apple and lime. And while these will certainly stand out, they probably won't appeal to the majority of buyers. I remember in uh, one of our homes that we built, we moved into in um, up uh, at Bridgepoint. We, I did finish the basement, and I painted it kind of a citrusy green. Oh, that yeah. was a mistake. Oh, okay, yeah. Bli- That was a basement, though. Blinding <laughs> bright yellow. Not so good. Yellow homes evoke a happy, cheerful tone, but stray too far from the lemon or sunflower zone, and the visual effect quickly becomes overwhelming. So, And they don't photograph well. They don't photograph. Yellow homes. Yellow, don't, yellow yeah, anything. I guess you're right. Dark brown, also off the list. Like black painting a whole house. Dark brown can result in a forbidding, uninviting look. Six, number six, overpowering purple. Uh, you know, I don't know that. Have you guys ever seen it? We consider purple? purple in our neighborhood. I there, like purple, there is a nice, bright purple. It's really? not quite on the Barney level. It's <laughs> a little bit toned down, a little darker, deeper. Yeah. And it, it, we have a turquoise house, so we love it. Right. It kind of bounces hey, us. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about everybody else. If, if people look at yours and go, oh, my go God. Go look at the purple, house. At purple well, that was the other color yeah. we were, oh, we were considering. So. And then not so pretty in pink. A pink exterior on anything but a quaint beachside bungalow is a hard sell for most home buyers. Keep in mind that the same traditional farmhouses and college cottages that might look sweet painted pink always look timeless and appealing when covered in a classic also, white. Also, in yeah. Norton Commons, we have the Pepto-Bismol house. And um, yeah. she knows it, and that's what she calls it. So, All right, there you go. I'm well, not being derogatory. No, you're not. But that, <laughs> all right, there you go. The colors that do not necessarily help you sell your home. That's what we're hoping to help you do. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sikilder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Ah, I told you this is coming. Hello. Hi, Bob. Hey. This is Carol. Hi. Our outdoor fireplace is uh, slightly on a neighbor's property. Is there anything we should do before uh, putting our house for sale? Hi, Carol. This is Lee. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of encroachments. Um, people are amazed uh, who are buying and selling houses how many encroachments there actually are. Um, if you've done a survey, then you can take that survey and you can actually, you know, do an easement for that section and have it, you know, the survey redone so that there isn't an encroachment. You can go to your neighbors and discuss if they're willing to do this. Um, you know, the, the, obviously that's the easiest way to do it. You can buy that section from them. Sometimes people want that to be bought. And obviously the worst case scenario is that you'd have to move it. But there's a whole lot of things you can do short of that. So would you consider doing this before she puts it on the market? Or while she's does it matter in your mind? Yeah, I mean, I think as long as you can get it done before closing, then you can go ahead and put your house on the market, just yeah. knowing that you need to get it worked out. And we we deal with this every day, all day long. It, it it usually gets worked out. Yeah, you mentioned at the top of the show that you had multiple calls this past this week, week yeah. that uh, regarding encroachment. Yes, about so, four in the wow. last twenty four that, that that says a lot, doesn't it? That, yes. We're dealing with a lot of encroachment, yes. encroachment, encroachment issues. You know, at one time we were telling people to get surveys prior to buying or during the process. Now, not so much. Loan officers are not requiring banks on that there, Brian? Not requiring surveys? Mm, well, it depends. Like in Louisville, just sometimes they do not. But in, in Florida, for example, it's required on everyone. I know you do business in Florida, so you uh-huh. know. So it's a survey. Oh, yeah. yeah, in other states, they require you to do a sewer uh, check, a sewer line check. But not here in the Louisville, Indiana, in southern maybe, Indiana. No, not in southern Indiana. No. Yeah. Well, 
it's one of those things that, that ebbs and flows. There's times when everybody's doing surveys and then it sort of falls off and it'll come back. There'll be some issue and everybody will say, yeah, we're going to do serve. And it'll, it'll last for like a year or two and then it'll sort of fall off again. No, 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 it, it comes and goes. You're right. Yep. All right. To the phones again. Hello. Good morning. Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Tracy. Yeah. Um, my husband and I just applied for a loan, and unfortunately, we were turned down. They said that um, I had too many student loans, and my husband hadn't been at his uh, job for long enough. Uh, do you have any suggestions of what we could do? Brian, right to mm, you. That, that's a great question. I really think it's it's could be a little bit lender specific. I mean, you know, there's a lot of lenders out there that just have some some very straight guidelines on what they will accept and what they won't. But um, as far as student loan goes, there's different mathematical formulas. So depending upon the type of loan you got, for example, VA versus FHA versus conventional, there really are different formulas based on what they're going to count your student loans against you. Um, as far as being on your on your job for maybe only five or six months, as long as you've proven that you're in school prior, you do not have to be on your job two years. Um, so you really need to maybe, you know, get a second opinion. I would always get a second opinion if you got turned down from a lender. And in fact, aren't some of the standards that some banks or mortgage companies uh, are different than others as well? Correct. So, I so, mean, if you were speaking to somebody, um, like a big national bank, like yeah. Chase, Wells Fargo, something like that, go to your broker, find yourself a local mortgage broker. Um, they've got an avenues on lenders that you've never heard of all across the U S Tons of different options. Got it. Back to the phones. Hello, News Radio 840 WHS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Sandy. Yeah. Got another question for you. What does as is mean? Simply stating we're not the original owners of the home. We're the executors. We haven't been in the house for years. What does that mean? Technically. We're worried about mm. we sell the house and then the next day everything falls apart and we had no idea something was wrong with the house. And we want to make sure that we're doing something in good faith. Okay. As is. Yep. So, Lee, as technically from a legal standpoint, the seller ne- won't necessarily make repairs. Right. As is means that it's just as it is right now. As is, where is is the actual full phrase, and it means when you come in and you see a hole in the wall or you see, you know, something in the yard or whatever. That's what you're getting. You're what you see is what you get. The most important thing in an as is is to make sure that the buyer gets a home inspection and the contract will point out you can have a home inspection solely for your own information. We're not going to do any repairs, but then you're buying with knowledge of what needs to be uh, fixed and that the price might reflect that. The problem with an executor where you need to be careful, and I don't know uh, Sandy's relationship to this house or who lived there, but sometimes executors do know certain things. And if they do know of it, they still have to disclose it, but they can sell it as is. So as an agent, if I write on the disclosure seller or the, the seller writes, seller has never lived in home, does that indemnify that seller from anything that may come up that they may not have known? Anything they don't know of. Yeah. But um, where we have seen third parties like that uh, get in trouble is when they, you know, their parents lived there for 60 years right. and they grew up there. And then How did been... you not live there? You Well, their parents lived there for 60 years. Yeah. You must and, have known that. And the that person's 50 yeah. years right. old. Right. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and the basement was always leaking. You know, so, yeah. so right. in that instance, they would just say the basement leaks. Other than that, we don't know these other things. Mm-hmm. Please have an inspection and we're selling it as is. Yeah. 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 And I should point out that even when you sell a property in an as is condition, the buyer can always come back and ask you. I was going to say, you want to sure. know, as yeah. a buyer's agent, you want to know what as is means to me? Yeah. 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 Nothing. Right? What do you, what do you want to do? We're going to have an inspection. You can back out. Or we can make an offer and say we're asking for repairs and they can say no. They can say no. Right. But and you're it, going in with the expectation right. that you, for the most part, 
the seller is not going to make any repairs. That sure. doesn't it's expectation setting. Yeah, well, Correct. foreclosures are sold in as is condition. Sure. But if a major problem pops up like a HVAC system that's not working, I have seen if it's been, an FHA or a VA issue that must be repaired. Prepared. You can't get around that. Yeah, but then if they say Unless no, if the seller says no, then all of a sudden it has to be sold for cash. You yeah. can't sell. You or, know, you won't be able or to sell. conventional. conventional yeah. yeah. So there are some serious concerns, but at the same time. Just know if you list as is, it will reduce the value to a potential buyer because they've got a flag, a red flag. So it's very possible that it will sell for less money and it will need to be listed for less money because you're basically looking in an as is condition for uh, an investor or somebody with cash because it denotes Mm -hmm. that there's problems that a lender may not lend on money on the home. Am I right on that, Brian? That's correct, yes. We are out of time, man. When it flies, it flies back quickly. Our thanks to Brian Likens, who is with Swan Financial. You get a hold of Brian anytime, 773-4834. Also, thank you, you, Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow at 694-7964. That's 649-7964. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. You bet. My son, Greg. Greg at. at, We sell Louisville. Over on Instagram or Bobbitt. You can reach me anytime. Oh, we sell Louisville, Greg. We sell Louisville. We're, we're everywhere. We're out of time. See you next week on News Radio 840 WHAS.